So, hey, this podcast is recorded in a house with animals, and if the mics are being particularly sensitive, you can hear two of them chirping happily in the background. We have baby chickens, and they are two out of the three are being fostered in my studio. The third has been adopted by Goth Hen. So, hey, that's a thing that happens in our house now. It's pretty surreal. It is. The other thing you should be aware of is, while this podcast is marked explicit, we are not going to talk about anything naughty. It is that we swear a lot. It's true. A lot. And iTunes only has two settings, clean and explicit. And so, better safe than sorry. And I also want to make sure that if parents are listening, that they know... Probably a teen thing. Probably don't listen. You know, younger kid may not get that much out of it. Plus, the swearing. Yes. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode forty-six. Woo! We are heading up towards our one-year anniversary. It has almost been a year. It'll be fifty episodes in a couple weeks. And I, I thought it was fifty. Epi- I thought it was a year anniversary last week. No. Oh. Okay. No. I don't think. I'd have to go back and check, but I know we missed two weeks because of Worldcon. Yes, but we, we had this conversation last week, so now I'm just confused. I can look it up. Yeah, probably not right now. Well, yeah, but anyway, so the uh, the goal... God, if only we were organized in some fashion. <laughs> Wait, did I put dates on the book where I had where I have all of the records of the episodes I've done, as well as the people I have interviewed? No, I did not put a date down on that one. I should date those. I date later ones. It's cool. So there's sorry, that. threw you off your stride badly. No, there. it's it's okay. It's okay um, because uh, I think fifty is a good spot to stop and look at the past year. But we're not there yet. But we're not there yet. Onward. We're not there yet. Onward. This week, well, we got chickens. There's that. Baby chicken. More chickens. More chickens. Uh, I had a great interview with our friend Will Frank earlier this week, and I cannot wait. I'll be sharing that with you guys in a couple weeks. Uh, I've got uh, some other interviews in the works that are going to be just amazing, I hope, and I'm really excited. And so, I, you know, I know I've been chugging along at work, and I got some tattooing done, and here we are staring at episode 46, and my little notepad. You're looking at my notepad. No, I was actually looking. I can't see a moving thing showing that words are being recorded. Right. And without that critical feedback, I am becoming increasingly tense. Well, if you watch this number over here on the screen, it keeps going up. As long as that number, that bottom number is changing and going up, as long as that total number is going up, we're okay. Because this recorder doesn't have that same visual feedback, and I've been having recording problems. I upgraded my the OS on my laptop. I know, that was my own fault, and it's just been cranky. And difficult ever since. So it's it's not been uh, exactly fun, but and I may have to go back and back everything up and reinstall from scratch, which is what the vendor actually recommends to do. And I'm like, really, really, guys. Um, but uh, all all the days of life. Uh, now I should mention the notepad I have in front of me is... Oh, actually, man, that you were attempting to segue, and I just blew it out of the water. You did. It's I? fine. It's fine. So this is actually a Brandless notebook. Yes, it is. So Brandless is this website I found where they're doing cheap things, and by cheap, I mean more inexpensive than cheap. And they're trying to be socially acceptable and environmentally responsible and all that stuff. So we've been trying out different products because that's sort of the thing we do, plus, really, a pack of three... 
really handy notebooks that I can throw in my back pocket for like three bucks is not bad. And then they had an introductory special. So, you know, hey, here's all of our paper things. So I've got their pen. Uh, uh, there's uh, four pens, some highlighters. Their pencil case is up there and it's kind of cool. Um, because it's clear plastic, it's plastic mesh and zippered, and it's actually really kind of sturdy. Okay. Very, very surprised by that. Um, and uh, part of the thing with the site is that anytime you send an order, they basically buy a meal for a, a homeless shelter or a, a local food charity to them. It's ridiculous. So that, that that's that's in a good way. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean they're trying so hard to do good, and the only thing I'll say is a lot of the products are hit or miss. Yeah, I got to say this: fig and time crackers are not going to be be rolling up the charts anytime right. soon. Right, but I am actually pleasantly surprised at how well. Here, try try this. It's a gel pen, and try how you know how well it writes. Um, and part of the thing, their whole idea here is that. These are essentially the same products, and they're cutting out all the a lot of the middlemen and things like that, so that there's no brand associated with them, just straight from the factory to you. And they're trying their best with the quality, and I'm actually kind of impressed with the notebook. I'm reasonably impressed with the pen. This in terms is a D-Day gel pen. Yeah, but I mean, it's a generic gel pen. You buy a four-pack for three bucks, and I forget how much, like, a four-pack of like Bic or, or whatever costs at the store. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's hit or miss. Like, everything yeah. is three bucks, and it's like, for some things, you're like, that's not really savings. For other things, like, that's a pretty good savings. Yeah. Like, I got a, I got a, that kitchen knife I've got was three bucks. Yeah. And that's, and it's like a chef knife. And I'm like, this is actually a really, really good knife. So that's like the loss leader uh, over the toilet paper. The other problem is that he's like, okay, I bought toilet paper and... A, a pack of feminine hygiene products. Are these okay for three bucks? And I'm staring at it going, I I have an IUD. I have not bought a feminine <laughs> hygiene project in ages. That's fair. That's so, fair. uh, I, okay. All right. Well, yeah. No, no, it's, it's it's fine. The new one, you know. I, I'm, I'm I trying. Do, I'm trying. I, yeah. I, I I I appreciate you you doing your best there. Yes. Okay. So, so there's all that. So, um, I'm kind of a thumbs up on the brand. Let's just uh, take a good look at what you're getting. Yeah. Um, they don't pay us for this. They don't. Uh, if I, they want to pay us for this, hey, send Kevin a note. Yeah, please, because I'm spending a lot of money on office supplies so that I'm going to do this, <laughs> and um. Uh, and it, you know, it, it, it adds up after time, but I was going to, this is sort of a, now I have an excuse to buy it, uh, you know, um, sad, but true. So what did you do this week? You got chickens. I got chickens and I worked. Yes. Um, I discovered an open source project who's, well, they're, they're sort of, uh, they're, yeah, they're open source, but they're, here's how you set it up thing for your server is all just. Okay, so now reinstall in parallel and import the data, and I'm like, time out. And so it's been really, it, it's been painful, but it's been, you know, good work. Because I, I really, when, when something goes right, I feel really accomplished with it. And I think that's that's important. Uh, we also ended up having to, uh, we've got our new HVAC going in this week. That ain't cheap either. Oh. We had it. So we're in, we're in North Carolina. We have, uh, I think we are seeing potentially 90 degree temperatures this weekend. Yes. And we didn't have AC. 
And that's... And if I was in Arizona, I could live like that because yeah. it's a dry heat, but uh, this is uh, high humidity, and mm-hmm. when you stand in the shade, you're standing in the shade, and the temperature doesn't particularly change, there's just less glare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are some spots near, like, uh, streams in low-lying valleys where, uh, like, I'll be driving home. I used to drive home from RTP, and I'd go down this hill, and I'd hit the bottom, and it would just be cool. And it would be beautiful, because it was in shadows all day, and it was near water, and so the humidity was just right, and you're like, oh, this feels great. Then you'd start back up the hill, and you'd be like, oh, God, I'm going to die. Yeah. Um, so it was necessary. It wasn't easy, but the new system is, you know... Upstairs, at least, the important part is in and working. By not easy, he means it was five figures and I made noises of anguish. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right, well... So there's that. Um, What did you get done this week? Uh, great question. Um, <laughs> I must have written up... Yes, I wrote... I was writing very well and enthusiastically to, like, Thursday... Right. And then I have no idea what happened. I started gardening again, I think. Yeah. And uh this, I mean the weather's been great for it. It really has. Uh and it's about to turn 90, which will be less great, so yes. I'm getting it all done now. Um I did uh, one of the conventions that coming up I'm guest of honor at. They need uh badge art, which mm-hmm. is the little name badges the artists guess they ask to do the design. Right. And so I had to whip out that and a minor badge. And uh, work out a uh, key card design mm-hmm. for the, yeah because they do uh, custom the hotels do uh, custom key cards every yes. year and it's like a design from the artist guest of honor a design you know they're they're like three or four designs they're really nice yes um, my minion is now going to be one of them oh that's brilliant yeah. that's great yeah uh, so there was that. Um, been feeling a sort of vague urge to make art which. Uh, it's probably because I actually have a writing deadline coming up <laughs> uh, that I need to get a short story done by next week. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden I'm like, I have to clean the studio right now. Right this second. And we've talked about creative procrastination yes. on the show before, and uh, I cleaned the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, studio is much better now. Yep. Uh, and I kind of want to continue cleaning the studio. <laughs> um, and I should write yeah. more because, you know, writing is sort of what I do what you for do, a living, yeah. yes, and uh, what pays for HVAC systems and small chickens and whatnot, but... I, uh, I paid for the small chickens. Yes, you did pay for the small chickens. I did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their food. I paid for the coop. You did... Uh, you mean the box... Oh, the big coop that they're outside in? Yes. Yeah, you did. You did on that one, yes. <laughs> so. Yes, but... Uh, yes, so... Uh, but chickens have enriched both our lives. Yes, there's... I, I, I begrudge them nothing. Yes. I, I am thrilled. Uh, there is an ongoing saga in that one of the chick, uh, Our little goth hen... Yes. ...got broody. She and did. she wanted to raise a chick very badly. So we gave her one. So we gave her one. And she took to that like it was what she was born to do. And fairness, she's part silky, and this is something that silkies are known for. Yes, they are a very maternal breed of chicken. And I just wasn't expecting it to happen so fast yeah, and I know. so hard. Like, I mean, we had to sneak out there at night and mm-hmm. shove a chick under this sleeping chicken's butt because 
because that's what life is like sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're like, okay, will this work? Will she peck it? Will she be confused? And the next day, this is, you know, we go out and look, and this is her chick. Like, like she is just like, like as soon as Kevin put it under there, she like, you know, put a wing over it and yeah. was like, "Is my chick? What are you doing?" Oh yeah. And uh, and gave him such a dirty look. Uh, yeah. Well, and then I went out um, early, earlier today when I was trying to fix the cameras in the Cooper out of out of whack, and I'm gonna have to figure out how to fix those. But apparently, it may have to wait until she's done. Because she was giving me dirty looks and, uh, like, getting, like, starting the defensive puff up, I am big, I am strong, I will cut you. And, um... Um, Yes, she thought earlier that uh, Kevin was uh, reaching for the chick and that was not allowed and Kevin got bit. (laughs) I got bit. Not pecked. Bit. And I'm like, (laughs) really? It didn't break the skin. I mean, it was just shocking. No, but I'm, I'm just like... Really? And earlier today, she took her chick out for a walk, which was the most adorable and goddamn thing. I was home thing. for it. I'm so, I was getting tattooed at the time, and I was dying because I wasn't home to see it. Yes, and, and she, you know, took the chick out under the, the some of the convenient greenery and uh, was scuffling around and showing her how you scuffle around. And, and, mm-hmm. and the other chicken, Queen C, who is a large and in-charge chicken... Mm-hmm. Yep. Came over and was like, is this a chicken? Well, I better peck it to prove I am a superior chicken and I am the dominant chicken. And little Gothen, who pre- previously has been the lowest in the pecking oh, order, yeah. and yes, this is why it's called the pecking order. This is what it's from. Yep. Uh, little Goth turned into the angel of death. It just just puffed up her neck feathers so she looked like one of those dinosaurs from Jurassic Park that's bit in your face, and just goes for this chicken who's half again the size she is, kicks her ass around the you know that chunk of the garden. The other chicken's like, whoa, whoa, don't know what happened. I'm real sorry. Oh god, oh god. Retreats what? over to me. <laughs> the thing that got me was when it was time to roost. Um, about an hour ago now. Yeah. Queen C didn't want to go in. She was, like, circling it. She was looking in. She made a dart in to check the food and then ran back out because she knew Gothen is in there somewhere with the baby, and she wanted to make sure it was safe for roosting. Yes. And I find that hysterical. Well, and they aren't... Uh, the the other chickens are not laying eggs in the nest box right Ooh, now because no. that's where Gothen is. So they have made a little nest in the hibiscus. They are mm. laying their eggs there, and they are just going to leave Gothen and her chick alone. I know, right? It's, so. um, it's kind of adorable. I, I suspect this will lead to some behaviors that will be annoying to break later, like them nesting in the hibiscus. Yeah, but, but 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 the important thing is Gothen is very happy and right. seems to be taking excellent care of her chick. Now everybody out there is now thinking what does this have to do with productivity? Oh nothing. I just thought it was funny. Actually, I I have a reason why I think chickens are vital to my productivity. Well, they're good for your mental health. They're great for my mental health. When I need a break from something or and I think I've talked about this before. Oh, many times, yes. Yeah, You're I, a I, chicken evangelist. Yeah, I go outside and I sit and you, it doesn't have to be chickens, but chickens live kind of in the moment. And it's really easy to just sit there with like a friend of mine was saying aquariums did the same thing for her. Yes. Yeah, that you can just sit there and you can sort of watch what they're doing and be in that moment with them. And it really helps let a lot of things go. And whether it's fish, whether it's chickens, whether it's, you know, iguanas. I don't know how active iguanas are during the day, but... 
I mean, maybe you know, there's a lot of satisfaction to be derived from watching somebody sleep on a hot rock. Given the opportunity, I'd probably sleep on a hot rock, too. Yeah, wouldn't we all? Yeah. So that's been our week. Um, <laughs> it is a letters week, so we'll have letters from you folks in just a little bit. And we should probably go see what the ruckus is over with the chickens. So we'll be right back. We are back. And I just want to tell you, Internet, we are currently sitting in the dark because Kevin decided it was chicken bedtime. Well, it is. It's after it's after sundown, and so it's it's chicken bedtime. And... So we had to turn off the office lights. Mm-hmm. So now, um, basically, we are reading this by monitor light. and I have the one fluorescent that reflects back, because if I don't have it set that way, it blinds me. And uh, so that the chickens can get their nap time. Yes. Well, it's bed. It's it's nine p.m. It's chicken bedtime. The other chickens have gone to bed. So. I, I, so, sweetie, I'm not questioning that it is chicken bedtime. Okay, <laughs> you're 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 explaining the wrong thing here. Okay. I'm aware it's chicken bedtime. Okay. I'm just expressing that we're sitting in a dark room because it's bedtime for your chickens. Yes. That you're keeping in your office. Because we you... don't have anywhere else to put them. Save from the dogs and the cats. Entirely true. And you, you uh, do you check on them during the day? I do. Do you, do you pick them up and cuddle yeah, them? Yeah, well, I don't cuddle them. I mean, cuddling is a little... That's how you get salmonella, as someone said. So, uh, yeah. But you, you, you have them perch on your hands. I have them perch on my hand, and I make sure they're used to it, and I make sure they've got food and water, and I check on them several times a day, and... And I was in the other room, Twitter, not Twitter, internet, mm-hmm. general internet, not just Twitter. Yeah. And heard from this room, oh, you're going to be so pretty when you grow up. Look at you and your little feathers. Yeah. Yes. Lots of positive affirmations for the chickens. Mm-hmm. They, they are. They're going to be gorgeous chickens when they grow up. So there's that. <clears throat> <laughs> But it is it, it, enough chickens. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It is time to talk about letters. Yes. So, um, still catching up on letters from prior to March. Yes, because, because of, of the, the glitch. The glitch. So, first up, we have here a message from Kim. Hi, Kim. Kim was wondering. Uh, Hello from out here in Internet Land. I've started listening to Productivity Alchemy recently after years of following KUEC. Well, you've seen us at our worst. <laughs> Inspired, I have a star- I have started a ring-bound planner that I am in the midst of customizing. Good for you. I mean, this was February 1st, so uh, I hope you've kept it up. And if you haven't, that is okay, too. That's- I hope you learned a thing that doesn't work for you. Exactly. In early episodes, Ursula mentions probably possibly selling or posting copies of the custom planner pages she made for her disc-bound, quote-unquote, happy planner. <laughs> is there a way that I can download and pay for these? I am interested in checking them out as part of my homebrew planner process. I could use some more chicken doodles in my day. Thank you for the fantastic podcasts, Kim. Uh, 
I have I w- did try to figure out how to do that at the time. And the big problem was I kept running into because there are lots of things on Etsy that are pre-made uh, oh, yeah, yeah. pages you can print out. Uh, Jesus Christ! The the sheer size of the files that you have to host, and then you either have to have like ten different planner uh, things for this was this size, this is this size, this right? is this yeah. size. Don't buy it unless you know your size, which of course is going to end in tears. Always. Or you have to have one that is just a massive file, or you just go straight to a Dropbox link that says what size is your planner kind of thing, Mm -hmm. and download that one. Uh, It's still a thing I think would be interesting, and I, but uh, since I fell off the planner wagon myself Mm -hmm. after a while, um, I don't know that I have any particularly new insights, but I do still have the designs, and uh, if I get a sudden wild hair up my ass to fix them, right. uh, yeah, yeah. I will uh, uh, make them available on Patreon or something. Yeah, so. and I've what I've found is that um, the two sizes I end up using, even though I've got the half-size planner, is I either get the 8.5 by 11 or the A5 sizes, because those are the big ones, and they scale down a lot better than they scale up, right? And I can say, hey print two of these per page or, or however and cut the page in half and it generally comes out fine versus trying to take like a, a one for oh i tried it i tried like an a4 which is like a half page size and said all right let's make it a full page and it was awful it's terrible uh, the other so, problem i had was uh trying to figure out how to uh set up the printing instructions was brutal because yes. Uh, even though if you assume everyone's on eight and a half by eleven paper, you know not everybody mm-hmm. has the same program, and so I'm trying to figure out how to print it to be a double sided page, what to tell people to, mm-hmm. you know how big to make things and the borders and whatnot, and I was getting to the point where I was go- having to put out like a sheet of instructions on what to tell your printer to do, right? And I realized that troubleshooting that if I was charging people money for it would make me insane, right? Which is so I mean more insane, yeah. Which is also why I buy PDFs, yeah, because they're already th- that's basically printable format right out the door, and yeah. you can't control what the end users with the, with the buyer's printer is doing. There's no way to do that. Do not do not get into printer technical support at any point. Yeah. And I'm saying this as someone who was sitting in the the eye doctor office getting contacts and she's like, "Hey, can you look at this? We've got a problem with the computer cuz you do computers." I'm like, "Uh-huh." She's like, "Yeah, I'm having a problem with my Windows machine." And I'm like, "Uh-huh." She says it wasn't won't print and I almost ran screaming from the building cuz printers are hard. Printers are black magic, yeah. and uh, yeah, and I, I. One of the things that probably the major reason I abandoned the project, honestly, is that I was staring down the barrel of being printer tech support. And right. if you charge people money for a thing, yes, then you have to be their tech support. I will give away shit for free all day long if it means that if it doesn't work, mm-hmm. I can say I'm very sorry. And well, but that's the thing. Full stop. Everyone who sells these planner pages on on Twitter, <clears throat> Etsy, or I mean Etsy. None of them say, and if you have problems with your printer, call me. All of them say, here is what you want your printer to do. I can't do anything better than tell you that. You're on your own with the printer settings. 
And you have yeah. to, you just have to put that disclaimer in. Otherwise, yeah, you could become printer tech support. You don't want, let Epson, <laughs> let HP, <laughs> let whoever be printer tech support, not us. Cause printers are, printers are evil. Yeah, it's, it's, there's lots of things mm-hmm. where I realized long ago that it might be something I like or wanted to do, but I did not want to be responsible for administering it. Right. See right. also why some of my game programming efforts have stalled out, because I'm like, I can either give this away for free, or I can charge money for it, and if I'm charging money for it, I am tech support for it. Right. So either somebody else does it, and they are tech support for it, or this doesn't get made. Yes. Because life is too short. All right, I have a very uh, a long letter here. Um, we're up to March um, from Feather. That's the name on the thing. Um, I was reminded the other day by a friend who is also a listener that it's always nice and usually useful to drop people who do things you like a note to say that you like the thing and found value in it and all that kind of thing. I'm still not totally caught up. Okay, I'm back on episode 19. Hey, you've had plenty of time. Hopefully you're caught up now. And um, uh, and if you're not, we're not cut off with the mail. So quite frankly, we're yeah, right we're, in the same boat with you. We're even there, yeah. <laughs> but I also hit a swath of master's degree stuff and my listening dropped off for a while. And I started feeling like if I didn't send this in, I'd forget about it entirely and never send it. While a mostly quiet lurker, I followed Ursula through a number of different platforms, including back at Elfwood in the dawn of time. <laughs> Oh, God, so, so long ago, and, so far yes. away. And am an erratic listener to KUEC. My neuroatypicality comes with weird audio issues where I will suddenly be metaphorically allergic to things that I was listening to before and have to stop for big chunks of time and then come back, at which point I've always forgotten where I listened and tend to try to start over, which with KUEC is by now a lot of episodes. No, that is totally, completely understandable. Right? I yeah. uh, I get... Uh, I get completely burned out on uh, podcasts. I mm-hmm. It's like I really enjoyed Welcome to Night Vale for quite a while, yep. and then I never listened to another episode, and they didn't do anything to lose me. Mm-mm. It was something I was just like, and now I'm done. And, and uh, I got to say, the, the point where we stopped listening was that, was at the end of season two with that big two-parter, and at least that's where I stopped listening. Oh, yeah, with the big, yeah, the yeah. big finale. And it was like, this is great. You have wrapped it up beautifully. I feel no need to keep going. Right. And, yeah, so it wasn't anything, right. like, lurking. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's still a great show. I'm sure it is no commentary mm-hmm. on them. It's it's all commentary on, yeah. No, oh, so no. don't, yeah, no. what no, I'm saying cool. is don't yeah. feel bad. It's totally okay. Mm-hmm. And also, KUEC, as long as you know who we are, you can pick up at any point. You can. <laughs> it's not, mm-hmm. uh, there is no continuity. Yeah, we occasionally refer to older episodes, but, yeah. You're probably happier not knowing. Sometimes. Um, all right, which I find a fanta- fantastic thing, we're back on KUC to use as background noise while doing stuff to find as, this takes too much brain for me to actually follow narrative I haven't already heard or read or watched six million times, but not enough to drown out the crappy depression, anxiety, mental voices. Instead, it's like two people I like and find delightful talking in the background, and this is very useful and also hilarious. Yay! Glad we can help. Mm-hmm. I would have missed this podcast, that is Productivity Alchemy, in case the notification doesn't come with a label, entirely except that a friend to whom I recommended KUEC, for more or less precisely the same reason mentioned you were doing it, she is much more organized than I am and is an organization nerd. She has a bullet journal that is much prettier than I could ever come up with. She is kind of that extremely organized friend with adorable handwriting and color coordination that you might almost want to drown, except she's too damn awesome. Ah, yes, yes. We all have pe- we all know people like that who are 
so wonderful that if they weren't also nice, we would have to kill them. Absolutely. It is a token of my general respect, as awkward weird as that sounds. No, it's cool. And appreciation for how both of you, Kevin and Ursula, talk about things and think about things and remain thoughtful of other people that I decided to try it because I'm mostly violently allergic, metaphorically, to even talking to anyone ever about productivity things. I'm not. Well, but yeah, yeah. but... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Completely understand what yes. you are. A combination of neuroatypicality, autism spectrum, long-term severe chronic depression, moderate but stealth anxiety, and associated executive function motivation issues, and just being really stubborn and contrary. I'm the kind of person that people who don't believe in astrology still ask, are you a Taurus by any chance? <laughs> Usually after I've done something straight up stubborn beyond any common sense, and yes, yes I am. Has for years hit the tendency of people to be... This will work for everyone in this field and resulted in me mostly wanting to light shit on fire the moment anyone suggests anything. Completely. Anyone who says it's all size fits all, you are allowed to light, uh, well, their planner on fire, not the, them. Yeah, not not them. But yeah, if, if you want to print out uh, like a, a ripoff of their planner and set it on fire and post that to the internet, <laughs> go for it. Um, in a safe place. And take their names off take it. it. Yeah, yeah. But and, in, in you a, know, but... In, you know, in a, in a fire pit <laughs> with proper safety, yeah. Um... Stealth anxiety, if you're wondering, is anxiety that masquerades as something else. While it's definitely a clinical anxiety disorder, my anxiety mostly expresses itself either as rage or a nifty mental trick where my hindbrain will helpfully erase my knowledge memory of the thing that's making me anxious, which is less than helpful when it's something like call your landlord before you get evicted or, for God's sakes, talk to your professor before you fail. Oh, yeah. Anxiety is a hell of a complicated thing. Oh, my God, yeah. uh, It's... uh, as I've said before, I am fortunate in that it is not linked to depression with me, but you put it with depression, it becomes a potent double whammy. Yes. Yeah. Um, but past experience suggested Kevin was not super likely to do that one true way crap. Fair. So I took a stab at listening and have been unqualifiedly glad I did. Not only is it nice to add another possible option to my background noise, yay, as it's nice to have things to cycle through, this podcast does actually succeed for me at suggesting and talking about and dissecting and all around dealing with the area of organization and productivity in a way that allows me to pick up possible suggestions, ignore the bits that won't work for me without any defensiveness, and generally be fascinated by how people work. And that's why I did it. I'm fascinated by people work. When a life hacker used to do a this is how I work thing with with CEOs and entrepreneurs and authors and stuff, and it was it's just a fascinating thing on how they do it. Um, <clears throat> okay, back to the letter. I won't lie. The fact that I was pretty sure I could count on Ursula to shout cult at appropriate moments and other objections and verbal equivalent of side eye <laughs> was was and is a significant part of what makes that work for me, because once she shouted this and pointed out the weirdness, I can stop worrying about it and figure out if I can steal anything from the cult. For instance, bullet journal techniques that actually might work. It is totally fine to uh, to any of the things that I have yelled cult about. If there is something in there that worked for you, by all means. um, Yeah. Yeah, it did. And I will call call out a cult if I think it's a cult, too. (laughs) So... um, we should probably skim some of the rest of the letter. Yep, yep. We're, we're very, but, uh... Yep. Um, paper pl- uh Oh, yeah, the paper planner where you would uh, write down an appointment or due date. My brain would probably wipe the memory because it's written down, so clearly we can use, a, use that space for other memories now, and then I would forget to keep an eye on the planner. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah, yep. 
This um, is uh, uh, this is why uh, creatively there's an equivalent to this for me, which mm-hmm. is I could not storyboard my comics. Yes. Um, people uh, people are always like, yeah, you know, I do thumbnails, I storyboard the comic, I lay it out, mm-hmm. and I tried to do that for a while because everybody said that was how you did it. <laughs> and if I did this, the comic became done in my head. Right. And then the fact I still had to draw the goddamn full-size art. Right. Uh, it was just, it was a death slog because, no, I already finished that. It's done. I need to do the next thing. Mm-hmm. Why am I still working on this thing that's done? So, right. yeah, a mm-hmm. lot of times writing it down or, or filling it, you know, it just, it becomes done in your head and then it is not a thing you need. And it, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really maddening. Um, so, um, she goes on to talk about... I'm, yeah, um, I remember she had a 50% failure rate, um, moved to, um, and then the electronic, the, the ability, the magic ability to put an option to remind with sound pop-up flag, etc. X amount of time before event, and that being the one thing I could guarantee would be with me at all times, my smartphone, uh, because my addiction to text and email, or at least email notifications, first from live journal and then from DreamWits, cannot be overstated, pretty much changed everything, and now my calendar app is the heart of my strategy. Yay! And you're not the only one, right? Uh, I think um, as as I've as we've talked to a lot of people are using there, and that's the dog trying to break in because they can't stand we're in here without them, and the chickens are here and they're not allowed to sniff and possibly snack on. Um, anyway, the the uh, a digital calendar. Uh, more and more people are talking about how that is their like that is their hub, right? They might have written down stuff, but the ability to yeah just take it, put it in your pocket, and go with you is like key. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I broke out Fantastical the other day because I had a mm-hmm. I had to work out uh, dates on a thing with a friend of mine so I and I needed a calendar so I pulled it yep. up and I you know wrote mm-hmm. things down and um currently however I'm also experimenting with stuff picked up and modified the show including a notebook for daily to-do lists. Not quite a bullet journal because I actually rip out the previous day's pages in order to make sure I can't see if something's been on there for 3 days and guilt myself into a total lack of productivity. Hey, do it, yes. A uh, similar one for my you, sister. You, you got the ray. You got the fist punch error for that. Yes. yes. Um, similar one for her sister who has uh, the same sort of defensiveness about yeah, okay, but that won't work for me. Um, <coughs> and um, uh, but this seems to be doing okay for making sure tasks don't get lost, which is what we were concerned about anyway. And rearranging how I was interacting with Habitica. Oh, I was super guilty of trying to have too many dailies and a couple of other things. That is a big thing you can do with it Habitica. Really too is. many dailies, yeah. yeah. Um, so, biggest challenge for me is finding systems that can survive the depression-related stretch of time where everything I get, everything gets knocked back to the calendar that gives me alarms, and if it's not important enough to be there, then just go away stuff that I can pick back up without a tale of guilt related to unfinished or aborted stuff. Guilt also kicks in that wonderful, this thought memory is making you unhappy, let's lose it trick. And yet there's so many things I'd like to lose that my brain holds on to like it's gold. Frequently your brain is not your friend. No, not really. Um, That's not just your brain. All of our brains are frequently not our friends. Um, So that was a long rambling and probably has way too much in it about me, but one of the things on my ongoing to-do list has actually been for a while, drop appreciative feedback for product alchemy, productivity alchemy in the comment box. Well, you can cross that one off your to-do list because Absolutely, that was fantastic. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. And I'm glad we could be helpful. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad that, you know, there was also a lot of stuff. You could go, it's a cult! 
and yeah, no, because it totally feel free is, to yeah. ignore. <laughs> wow, um, that was. I mean, and that's the the whole thing is really cool, and I wish I could read the whole thing on air, but it yeah. is really long. Yes. Um, but uh, Kevin yeah. will read it later tonight and no, feel I, a warm glow of satisfaction. I actually read it. I've read it like three times. Oh, so because it's like Kevin has felt a warm glow of satisfaction <laughs> several times. Um. Let's see. Uh, oh, wait, that's a recommendation for an interview from Alyssa. Um, let's see. Ah, here we go. Uh, from Jennifer. I always enjoy Productivity Alchemy. Really got a great deal out of your conversation with Michelle. I am a coach, a life coach who works with academics and leaders in academia, and appreciate the wide-ranging conversation you had about boundaries and about managing change and about her therapy practice. And really, that's really important with the boundaries. Um, oh, yeah. I imagine if mm-hmm. you're in the therapy line of work, you need yep. very clear-cut boundaries. Um, I apologize for my phone. My mother is suddenly decided uh, yes. to tell me about the garden. Um, and uh, then Jennifer offers herself up as tribute, um, which uh, Jennifer... And for, for everybody out there, um, I've, I've figured out the secret to scheduling. Ah. I have a Doodle now. Doodle is a website, uh, doodle.com, where you can add your calendars to it, and it will show people who go to the, your Doodle page, like, where you're not available. And that has made scheduling so easy instead of me saying, well, what time are you free? What time? Like, here's my Doodle page, and I did this with Will, and I'm doing it with a couple other interviews. Here's my Doodle page. Pick a couple times that work for you that I'm free. There you go. And that way I don't have to shuffle around work. I don't have to do this. I've got all that set up. It has been, Doodle has been like the power tool for this. So Jennifer, I will probably send you that link um, uh, in the next day or two. So um, put that in my, flag that for remind me in three days. Because I have, uh, I've been, I'm experimenting with some stuff I'm going to talk about in a later show, some stuff related to Gmail and productivity. Um, so I'm still um, playing with that and sorting out how well it works for me and stuff like that. Um, oh, hey, this is from Chris. Chris is saying, I want to tell you again how much I enjoy Productivity Alchemy. It's a fantastic podcast. Awesome. Yay! Um... I've nearly caught up with the episodes, the only, and heard the one recently that you switched jobs. Hope the new one is going well. This letter came in in April, so they were a little behind, and, but now we're, we're behind in getting to that. So it all works out. Yeah, yes. no, the job is fantastic. Um, really enjoy it. All that being said, my wife came across and subsequently ordered for me a new notebook. It's called an Everlast Made by Rocket Book. Okay, so I had one. Oh. I had one, and so it, it's really cool, actually. Um, what uh, Chris goes on to say, there are a few things that are mentioned about it that made me think of you as well. The first one is that you have to use the Pilot Free Jean pens in them. I know you like those. And it was the Rocket Book that turned me on to them because they're like, it has to, you have to use the Pilot Free Jean to erase the pages. And I'm like, really? And then I, and it turns out that's a sort of between the durability of the page and the Free Jean, the ink used in the Free Jean to make it erasable is what, what does that. Um, also, the notebook has a corresponding app that scans the pages and automatically sends them to certain cloud services by using little tags at the bottom of each page. Now, I don't know if you're still using this service as much as the new job, but one of those services utilized is Slack, among others such as Dropbox, Google Drive, Evernote, etc. And I still use Slack. I have, um, I'm on lots of different Slack <laughs> services. I have Dropbox, I have Google Drive, I have all that. Uh, finally, the paper is actually made of a special composite that wipes completely clean with a damp cloth and therefore can be used over and over. Pages are waterproofed. The version I had, um, you put in the microwave 
with a cup of water on it. And it was like 30 seconds, turn it over 30 seconds, maybe not even that much. And it magically erased itself. Apparently it was delicious. Oh no! Because uh, Hound, Hound <laughs> ate it. And, um, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's hysterical. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's one mm-hmm. they don't, why didn't this organizational tool work for you? My dog loved it. Yeah, and the, the newer ones just wipe off or kind of race. And, and so that's, and I, I really appreciate what they've done. Um, unfortunately, it's a very expensive dog treat in this house, apparently. Um, I'm sorry. No, keep, keep laughing, keep laughing. And, um, and honestly, we, uh, you know, uh, compost, recycle. Well, we don't really recycle because we're, but that's a whole other ballgame. Um, but, you know, paper, we can shred paper now and use it for chicken bedding. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of opportunity for that. I love the, the concept behind the rocket book. Um, or the Everlast from rocket book. It's just, it, it did not work for me. Um, for reasons. For reasons. <laughs> yeah. Exciting reasons. Um, the best reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll oh, be fine. Here's the one. Now, this is a really long one, and it's okay. yeah, um, this is from Dino. Uh, love the show as usual. I was listening to the most recent episode where you and Ursula mentioned sad seasonal affective disorder yes. and how rough it can be to get through. In my case, it's less to do with the evil day star and more to do with leaving work at eight thirty, and it's not light out yet. And then coming out of the office at five thirty, and it's dark already. And oh. Preaching to the choir on that one. I, uh, when I lived in Minnesota, I had mm-hmm. a gig where uh, it started very early in the morning. And during winter, right. I would get up to go to work, and it would be night when I went to work. And I would leave work, and usually I would get about 15 minutes of daylight on the way home. Right. And it, that mm-hmm. will... That will really... I was young and goth and angry, so it sort of... Turned me into, you know, one of the furious night people. Yeah. But, uh, oh no, but that'll mess you up. (laughs) Yeah, and um, even when I was working at RTP, or in downtown Raleigh from here, that's a 45-minute drive. And when the kids were little and I had to have, you know, uh, I would have to leave, I'd have to be at work at 7.30 or 8 in order to be able to leave at like 4. Um, And oftentimes in the winter, yeah, no, it was like twilight when I was leaving and the sun hadn't even finished coming up when I got to work. So, and like at IBM, those big windowless buildings, I mean, it's murder. Um, quitting smoking actually reduced my vitamin D intake because I wasn't going outside anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so we hear you. Carry on. Yes. Um, it's the dumbest thing because I know good and goddamn well that it's literally the same hours I have the rest of the year, but the perception does shitty things to my brain meats. Oh, no, yeah, preaching to the choir. Um, I'm not shy about talking about my struggles with various mental issues, whether they be the eating disorders, the coming out as gay, the sad, the severe and crippling generalized depression that seems to be a ouroboros of he- horrible because the one mental issue feeds into another, which then cannibalizes itself. Oh, God, yes. Um, during the winter, I had some friends that were super concerned citizens. They'd say shit like, you need to see a shrinker. Try a light lamp, or seriously, Dino, you have been posting some really disturbing sounding shit for a while now, and we're concerned. The thing is, when I'm in the pits of that despair, I need to save my energy to crush it at work. I really love my job, shipping import logistics for a basmati rice importer. 
That's really cool. Wow. Yeah, no. My filing cabinet is attentively organized to a fairly well, and every trucking uh, dryage company I speak to is thoroughly in love with my filing and organizational skills and would like to continue to keep my lights on. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Um, not, not the bit about the, you know, no, but, but, your friends being worried and all, but the, the dude, Basmati Rice Importer organizational yeah. filing. That's really that's like, cool. That, and that's like a, a, a specialty. It's not like, yeah. yes, I import food. No, I import specifically Basmati Rice. I mean... You were the sort of person I would corner at a party and oh be my like, God. tell me all about the rice. <laughs> <laughs> and this occasionally mm-hmm. worries people when I do this because like, if my job is not interesting, I'm like, yes, yes, it is. Tell me mm-hmm. more. <laughs> yep. Uh, after having spotty employment for like six years or so, I'm behind the eight ball with my debt. So many of us are. Because many months I'd have to put my food, light bill, phone bill, and Metro card on my credit cards so that the cash I brought in could go to paying rent. Oh, been there, done that. So making sure I pay that mess off in a timely fashion means that certain luxuries like health insurance or seeing a shrink means that financially it's not feasible right now. Yeah. Is that Torty? Yeah, one okay. of the cats is is carrying a, a, in a mood. Mm-hmm. stuffed animal around. Yep. Uh, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip a little bit ahead here. Um. Um. So uh, eventually, there's the learned patterns. Um learned to respond to their body and to know when it's coming. Um, during the dark months, I'm going to go through a pretty foul depression. I'm going to have days where I cannot get out of bed, so I've got to force myself to get work powered on too many cups of green tea and more cigarettes than I can care to count. On days like that, I know I'm going to be too sad and too tired to eat properly, which is those days I'll run to the freezer, grab something out of there, and sort myself out. Uh-huh. Basically, um, what... What Dino is do- doing is building a um, depression prep. Yes. Kind of like a, a prepper for natural disaster, but in this case for depression. Um, I mentioned it to a friend who asked me to share my the, the, my things I do to make sure I don't die in a ditch somewhere. And this Ursula and I are of the same mindset. If I don't die in a ditch by the Walmart, I'd say I had a pretty good run of it. Woohoo! Um, I thought I'd send along my list and Solidarity. maybe start some conversations about prepping for anticipated shitty times. Uh, there's a link which I will put into the um, the thing, uh, but altvegblogspot.com2018 03 depression prepping.html. I'm going to put the link in the show notes, guys. The show yeah. notes at productivityalchemy.com. Um, but this is working for their friends who have things like, uh, let's see, fibro or other chronic illnesses. They know they're going to have those bad days where they were getting out of bed, showering, and just that is, is the an entire day. And so, um, you know, uh, that's, it's like a big help. Uh, I'm coming at this from a vegan angle, but I know for a fact that you two are K- at KUEC have plenty of those frozen meals ready to roll. Oh god, oh. we actually probably need to pick up some more because we've uh, we we run through them for the show. But yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll go buy a uh, a mm-hmm. uh, box of like, or I'll go buy like five of the uh, screaming Sicilian pizzas. Yes, which is our no one is going to cook, but we can throw this in the oven thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and for my uh, my son, he's like. What are we having for dinner? I'm not sure. That is something I know I don't like. I'm going to have a pizza up yours. Um, he's really... He usually doesn't add up yours, for the record. No, but his look <laughs> says volumes. Well, he's 16. Every look <laughs> says up yours. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. 
I I really appreciate the prepping for a a bad episode, basically. Uh, advice because um i did this once uh mm-hmm. when i went on to my anti-anxiety right. meds uh for the second time i knew that i knew what was going to happen um which is that because of the particular variety i'm on uh i'm on uh basically uh one of the effectsers derivatives you're on um pristique now Pristique. Uh, it's um super effectser yeah super effectser i can't remember uh, what the the um the excellence the pristique uh, no, there's a what the generic name is. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, um, when you go on these, it it front loads. It, you get mm-hmm. the flu basically. Yeah. For about a week, and uh, I knew it was going to happen, and I could just set mm-hmm. down, clear my schedule, and be like, I will now be bedridden for a week. I'm fortunate in that I am in a job where I could do that, but I still had to do some juggling around and be like, I know for a fact I'm going to be out here. I can pick up, you know, uh, barbecue potato chips and frozen Red Baron pizzas, mini pizzas, which are kind of a comfort food, yeah, and uh, whatever, and ride this one out. Um, And I remember somebody saying to me, sort of astonished, they were like, wait, I can just plan for that. And I'm like, well, yeah, if you know going on the med is going to completely break you, then schedule going on the med, yeah, arrange really. for it, you know, it'll, and, uh, this, and obviously this works a lot better if you aren't, uh, at a job that is going to penalize you harshly for that. Right, right. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's because God, I hear you about the having to pay off the debts and not mm-hmm. having the, the money for the health insurance or the therapist. Mm-hmm. Lord knows. Yeah. And I mean, um, having like my last job had a very liberal sick time policy. This job has just changed their policies. So it's a little better. Um, basically my old job had a, you have X number of days of actual personal time off of vacation. And then here's a whole lump of sick time. And I didn't realize I had sick time separate from vacation. Cause so many of the jobs I've had in the past, it's just one big bucket. This is time off. You either use it or lose it. Sick or vacation. And depending on the class, it rolls over. Some of it rolls over. And uh, I didn't realize that I had basically this huge number of sick days that did not roll over. They just reset every year. And I was like, wait, I've been taking vacation for actual, you know, I took vacation days for my, uh, my, uh, mouth surgeries and I didn't have to. Oh. Right. I could have taken those as actual sick time because, well, I was sort of sick at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's, you know, that's, um, and this, this job, um, has switched from a, okay, here you are, you've been here a month, so now you have a half day's vacation accrual schedule to these are how many you get a year, this is when it resets, and this is how much sick time you get a year, which is, you know, we're all really happy about that because everybody who's like dancing around to try to figure out exactly when they'll be able to take their vacation because they've got a stuff accrued because we're a really small company and we're still really young. Um, and suddenly it's like, poof, that's gone. We can, Schedule what we need to do and do what we need to do, and the outpouring of love from the rest <laughs> of the of the company to the founders who were like, we made this decision and this change is effective now, was just like amazing. Like, oh my god, thank you so much for this. So, um, yeah, because, I mean, to do that uh, that first convention run, um, I had to, like, take a debt, a time off debt, in yeah. order to, to do it, uh, because I hadn't accrued enough yet. But these are commitments, you know, we make a year in advance, so... Um, but yeah, I think mm-hmm. the, the planning, um, plan it like a, a 
I mean, like a survival prepper kit kind yeah. of thing, you know, uh, if you, if the power's going to go out, what do you have, you know, the non-perishable food on hand? Mm-hmm. This is the, if my energy goes out, do I have the stuff that I can just, you know, get by, slam in the microwave and uh, lay in bed and mm-hmm. watch Studio Ghibli films? Yeah. Um, that, okay, mm-hmm. y- you might not need Studio Ghibli films. <laughs> I need, need Studio, Studio Ghibli, Ghibli films. Film. Yeah. Um... Either way, I think that having a show talking about techniques to get through rocky mental health crap would be very helpful to those of us who go through it. Y'all have laced your KUEC show with plenty of good advice over the years. I've been listening since Monoceros Media was a sponsor, and I'm sure some of it has evolved over time. I'm so glad to hear you and Ursula are getting that outside time you love so much. Uh, Dino. Thank you, so, Dino. No, thank you so much, and we are getting the outside time you spent. You had to be outside today because HVAC was working indoors. Yeah, and, um, the, and the dogs had to be outside, and they would have been sad. So yeah. I spent, uh, like, maybe that's why I was so wiped out today. There's something about being in the sun that right. is weirdly exhausting. Um, I don't know what it is. I, yeah, I, I did a little writing. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly I went up and cleaned my studio, honestly, and then I came down and right. planted some stuff. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, anyway, thank you, Dino. That, that is a... Yeah. a I, I, people, I guess, it, we, we tend to think of mental health as like this huge sweeping thing that happens on us and we cannot predict it and all, whereas, you know, a lot of these things, most of us who are living with it can see it coming. Yeah, once, and, you, once you start to know the signs. Um, the only problem is, particularly with the depression, that's the one where it's like, even though you see this coming, you are not motivated to do anything, anything about, about it. it yeah. So it's a good thing to do when you've, you've still got the energy mm-hmm. to... Uh, to Go, I know this will happen. Let's let's set this up. Yep. Um, from Ryan. Uh, hey, Kevin. So I found Productivity Alchemy two weeks ago, and I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm still working through the archive, but so far it's been great. Yay! I'm using Habitica and a Google spreadsheet. When Carlotta mentioned that she uses Excel, the light went off in my head, and I thought, this is brilliant. <laughs> In episode eight, you had a person write in asking about a lightweight organization system, and I wanted to suggest a year later... Year plus later, Google Keep. It's basically a post-it note system, but it has a couple of extras. Primarily, it's a reminder feature. You can set up a reminder to go off at a certain time. Or if you have it on your phone, you can set up a reminder to go off when you when you get to a certain location. Thanks for the hard work you and Ursula put into this. Ryan, I actually really like Google Keep um, for some of those reasons, but one of the best I just discovered, I just started using it for, um, was now... There's uh, uh, four of us, basically, uh, every other week in the house. There's yep. you, me, Liz, and and Jake. Yep. And I'm like, I need to go to the grocery store. Jacob, what do you need from the grocery store? He sends me a doc, a Google doc. And I'm like, okay, so I have to print this out or I have to bring it up on my phone or wait. I'll throw it in to keep. Hey, Liz, do you need anything? And she's like, yeah, let me get you. Liz, I said, hang on. And I shared the Google Keep note with her so that she could update it. And then when I got to the store, I could just check it off. And the flip side of that is that now I've got a shared note between Liz and myself that I can be like, hey, I'm going to the grocery store. You want to update the list or uncheck things so that we know to buy them or whatever. I can share it with Jake. And he can do the same thing. And suddenly, instead of going through those apps with the registration and the share and the this and that and the other, we'll just use the thing that's built into our phones. Right? Built into our Google accounts already. It's actually really cool. Um... So that's something I will have to link in for those of you who aren't familiar with it. I like Google Keep. Um, thank you, Ryan. 
Um, and uh, I'm glad that Carlotta was able to help you. Um, oh, and hey, hey, here's a note from Michelle saying, I think Jeff also talked about Google Keep in, uh, this was episode 21. I downloaded it to my phone, but I can't see how it connects to other apps in the Google suite. However, I don't have to make yet another login to use it in the way I would with uh, Remember the Milk. Yep. Yeah, uh, but I still might try that one for its use as a shared system. And you can share some. You can share the keep notes. Um, but yeah, it isn't like as integrated into things. The new Gmail interface that they just rolled out to the uh, G apps customers, the business customers. Like I have one for home, and my office uses it. Um, now there's a sidebar with an icon for keep, an icon for calendar, and an icon for um, I think the tasks. Google Tasks, right there on the main screen. So now it's becoming more integrated. Now you can just, like, you're at, when you get the new interface, you, you're looking at it, you go, oh, okay, click, here's keep, write a note, click, close it, go on about my business, click, where was that note? A lot easier than having to switch to docs, put it in a document, blah, blah, blah. Um, so there's that. Um, and, uh, wow, okay, so we're almost... Halfway through April and we're catching up. <laughs> Yay! So we will, we will pick up again next month with more of your letters. And, uh, oh, there is one in here that I really need to talk about. Okay. For, for those of you who have made it this far, um, you remember Teresa who I interviewed, um, Wounded Bird Ministries? Yes. yes. Um, Teresa has come out with a devotional and is being kind enough to let me give one away. Oh, awesome. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about how you can win a free copy of Teresa's new devotional, Seeing Ourselves Through God's Eyes. And I know, I know for those of you who are a little Christian twitchy that the, the title might be a little off-putting, but if you heard my interview with Teresa, you'll understand it's not, it's not like that. That's the best I can say. So, um, we'll be back in a minute and I'll tell you how you can win your free copy or a free copy of Teresa's book. All right, we're back. Um, so, first things first. The badge code for this episode. What do we want to call the badge code for this episode? This is always the question. And it's always like, sometimes I plan it ahead. Like, I, I'm talking to a couple people and doing their interviews. I'll write down what the badge code for that episode is going to be based on the interview. How about backlog? Because backlog. we're working our way through the letters. Backlog. Backlog. Backlog, and I might start having to integrate some of the letters into uh, other shows just to get caught up. Um, all right, so B A C K L O G, which we have not used to date, I do not think. Let me verify. That's the other reason I write them down in the notebook because we're getting to a point now where I need to have a reference of what badge codes I've used because otherwise you're going to get the wrong badge. Um, I feel like I should talk to you, Internet, while you Kevin should. is looking well, things up. That's the other reason I try to plan them a little more in advance is... Um, I didn't write down that one, but it's probably not that one. Uh, list positivity. Have you been, trade, Internet? Sure. 
it's hope. it's nice here. Energy. I, I don't think I've used that one today. And a net catcher. And if I if I have a chance, uh, if I'm wrong and I have used uh, this one before, um, I don't think I have. As I get to, oh yeah, the last couple. Nope. It looks like we are all. I'm pretty much all caught up. Yay. So hey, there we go. Um, couple things I'm working on. Uh, I'm looking for. Uh, I'm, I'm still experimenting with transcriptions. I've had a lot of requests for transcriptions. So because some people find it easier to read the transcription than to listen to it. Ironically, I would count myself as one of those people, both because of the deafness and because I am totally a text learner, not an audio right. listener. Um, but, that said, it's also very hard to mm, read text while you're driving cross country and people yell at you a lot. Yeah, maybe a little. Yeah, you didn't car. actually do that, did you? What? Read while you were driving cross country? No. Okay. My father used to read comics while he was driving oh. on I five, but on the well, it's the I five. Okay, yes, I five <laughs> is the sort of road, and and he 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 read the little three. He had like all the little collections <laughs> of like Wizard of Id and oh, DC yeah, yeah, yeah. and Tumbleweed and all, and he would read them. And he was like, yeah, you know, you you. You read a, a three-panel, you look up. You read three panels, you look up. And in retrospect, um, it is perhaps amazing that he lived long enough for me to be conceived in the first place, but here we are. Here we are, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the badge code this time is backlog. Yes. As we're working through it. The big thing, though, is I've got this giveaway from uh, Teresa Colon, and it's her new devotional based around uh, the Wounded Birds Ministry, and I am really excited to be able to share this with everybody. I have my advanced copy, uh, which I'm embarrassed to say I've been meaning to read, but things have been a little hectic, so I'm a little behind. Uh, I've actually been meaning to give it away for three weeks, and times and most and this letter, like, get away from me, so I like, there's a note in the planner for this episode, give away devotional. <laughs> it's the only way I could remember it. Um... Which is no, again, no reflection no. on the devotional, just mm -hmm. on, you know, chickens, HVACs, life got complicated. Yeah, the HVACs in, in particular. Um, so here's what we're going to do, just like our other giveaways. Um, comment on this episode at productivityalchemy.com that, um, that you would like the uh, devotional, and we'll do a drawing in two weeks. Sounds good. We will do a drawing in two weeks, and uh, we'll give away a copy. So there's that, and I will link to Teresa's stuff again. And now, is this an ebook? This is an ebook. Okay, yes. This let's is an ebook. Specify e that. Yes, it, it is an ebook. So it will be delivered. It can be delivered sh like within hours of the drawing. You may even get the your copy. <coughs> excuse me. Get your copy before we have released the episode, so you'll know you won before anybody else does. You are allowed to gloat at all your friends. After the fact. Yes. <laughs> so there's all that. Um, and I want to thank Teresa for giving this to us as a giveaway and for hounding me to make sure I actually remember to give it away <laughs> as things were going on. I really want to thank uh, Kim, Feather, Alyssa, Jennifer, Chris, Dino, and Ryan for sending in their comments and letters. Um, one thing I think I'm going to suggest, by the way, is if you have preferred pronouns, please feel free to include them in your letter, because I'm working off names and gender stereotypes, and sometimes you can misgender people if you don't know. 
Yes. So I'm trying. I'm trying to be good about that. Um, if uh, yeah, it, if you're have a specific, or if people frequently screw it up, please send us. The yeah, note. I, I'm actually. I'm. I'm actually a little concerned because it. It, I, it occurred halfway through the letter that I had been just sort of naturally referring to Feather as a she, since that is a typical feminine name, and I realized that that was incorrect because it may not be or. Myriad of reasons, so I'm try I'm trying to be better about that sort of thing, and uh, so I'd I'd appreciate if you, if y'all could help me out with with that, so I know that I'm I'm using the right pronouns. Um, the other thing is I set up a um, give donation page on Productivity Alchemy. It goes to the same places that it does for um, Hidden Almanac. So if you're not comfortable supporting a Patreon or doing a um, uh, the the coffee page or something like that. I, there is a way to do it directly, the same way we do with Hidden Almanac. One time, no recurring, all that stuff. Entirely up to you. And the only reason I say you know thank you for your support uh, to our patrons and to the people who have bought me uh, coffee at coffee.com/ksunny is because you make things like our new HVAC possible. Um, oh God, yes. You know it. It didn't cover the whole thing. There's no way it would cover the whole thing, but it took a little bit of the sting out. Yeah, it. Uh, mm-hmm. It. Mm-hmm. And and when you're looking at that kind of bill, uh, knocking off even ten or twenty percent is, is 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 yeah no so wonderful. Uh, we cannot thank you guys enough. Um, for supporting us. So again, patreon.com slash Ursula V, uh, ko-fi.com slash ksunny, um, and, uh, you know, or direct at productivityalchemy.com if you want. Or just listen to the podcast you know, and write us a note and say, hey, you guys are awesome. Kevin really does read these and it makes, and, and then he says, like, I think I'm helping people. I can't get over this. It's adorable. Yeah. Um, but really, I, um, and, you know, share with your friends. I, I love hearing that, hey, I listened and I shared it with my friend and they got a whole lot more out of it. Um, my friend D, who I'm going to be seeing in a couple weeks and who I always see at, uh, at uh, Anthrocon and a couple of the other events, uh, shared it with her daughter and her daughter's loving it. And I'm just so flattered by that sort of thing. I want to thank everybody who's listening. And yeah, I think that's it. So I'm going to stop gushing now and <laughs> say to you guys, uh, we'll see you next week and be productive. Woo! <laughs> they love it when you go woo. Double woo! <laughs>